0: Okay, so today we are reading the Lego Ninjago 5-Minute Stories book. And we are reading the second story in the book, which is called The Evil Engagement. And the book says that it was written by Greg Farshtey. Thanks, thanks, Greg Works worked at land ...and wrote this story. Thank you very much. We can't wait to read your story. And it's read today by Mommy and... ...Philip. Yep. Here we go. The Evil Engagement. When an evil djinn named Nutakon appears, freed from the teapot that had imprisoned him for ages... He immediately gets up to no good. The gen has the ability to grant wishes, but they always turn against the wisher. The ninja made a big mistake when they wished for the power to defeat him. Now, Nia, Nia, Nia? Nia, right? Yeah. Nia is on the verge of becoming Nauticon's bride. Oh no. Only a handful of ninja are left to fight the djinn. And most important to this particular story, Clancy, the pegged leg serpentine pirate, has to figure out how to bake a wedding cake. Dun dun dun! Do you know how to bake a wedding cake? No. No? Yeah, I don't think many people do. There is going to be a wedding! Natakon announced to his assembled crew, make the necessary preparations. Am I doing his voice right? His voice. Natakon. Does he sound like that? Kind of? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Kind of. Okay. The crew of the lying pirate ship Misfortune's Keep glanced at each other as their djinn captain stalked away. Everyone knew they had to obey orders and to help make the wedding between Nodakon and Nia a success. They also knew what would happen to them if the ceremony was a failure. Nodakon wasn't known as the forgiving type, so no one wanted to be the first to volunteer to be wedding planner. Well almost no one wow romantic clancy cried popping around on his wooden leg i haven't been to a wedding since since actually i've never been to a wedding i bet they're fun uh-oh uh-oh indeed Flintlock, the gins trusted first mate, and Dogshank, the hulking brute, looked at each other with big smiles creeping onto their faces. They looked, it looked like they had found their wedding planner. Now, Clancy was excited about being given the job of organizing the big event. Sure, there were challenges, like the bride hating the groom, but... All weddings came with minor obstacles, or so he had heard. The first thing he had to do, he decided, was make a list. Music, food, Nia's dress, he said, jotting them down on his list. Oh, and a cake. Can't forget that. The dress was easy. Nadekhan insisted on Nia wearing his mother's wedding gown. It had four sleeves, but that could be fixed. Since the groom wasn't much too busy to talk to him, Clancy decided to discuss arrangements with the bride. What kind of flowers would you like? He asked Nia. Stinkweed, she replied. Is there anyone I should leave off the guest list? Yes, the groom. What do you want a wedding gift? "'To skip this wedding!' "'Nia snarled. "'It appeared that the bride was not going to be much help either, "'so Clancy went to check on how the preparations were going. "'Bucko, whose real name was Colin, but that's not a very pirate name, "'Flintlock and some of the other pirates "'were busy transforming the interior of the Gen the Temple "'into a wedding chamber.' Clancy marked it off his to-do list and left them to their work. He headed for the ship's kitchen galley. It was time to make the wedding cake. Have you ever seen a serpentine make a wedding cake before? Mm-hmm. No, me, me neither. I'm so scared of what it's going to look like. Cause their serp- serpentine's are kind of bad guys, right? They're half half snake, half something else but but they're, they're not very good. They're kind of bad guys. Okay. Clancy had been hoping Doubloon would be free to help him. It was true that DeBloon didn't know how to cook, but he had once robbed a baker, so that gave him more experience in the kitchen than any of the other pirates. But Doubloon was busy stealing the music for the ceremony. Baking the cake was going to be up to Clancy, no problem, I've got this. The little green pirate said confidently, he raided the shops for all the ingredients he thought would should go in a cake flour, eggs, milk, sugar, peppers, ch- chicken, barbecue sauce, a loaf of bread, and just a hint of lime. He mixed them all up in a pot and hung the pot over a fire um. Have you ever had a barbecue wedding cake before? No. Have you ever had a cake that had oh, I don't know chicken in it? <laughs> Philip and I are making really grossed out faces because I don't think I would ever want a pepper wedding cake, would you? I doubt you love queen boo-boo. <laughs> oh, this little green pirate is a goofball. Now, I just need to let this cook for six hours and I'm done, Clancy said happily. It was almost time for the wedding rehearsal, so he left the galley to check on how the other preparations were coming along. Deblune had returned with the music. It took Clancy a long time to find something he liked. Most of the songs were about raiding small towns or sacking merchant ships. Sadly, there just weren't that many pirate love songs. Clancy finally picked a sea shanty that sounded vaguely ceremonial and didn't have any lyrics about stealing or firing cannons. Clancy was about to practice conducting the wedding ceremony when he was distracted by a wonderful smell. The cake! The cake! He rushed below decks to see how his creation was doing. As he was rounding the corner to the cali he collided with something soft and spongy that bounced him up against a wall. What do you suppose that might be? The okay. cake. The cake! Oh, no! The pirate's eyes went wide. The hallway was filled with cake. From floor to ceiling, the stuff was growing by the minute, moving farther and farther down the passage. Something about this recipe had gone very wrong, he decided. Probably too much chicken, Clancy said. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know about that. Maybe he put too much salt. Yeah, maybe. Let's see. There was only one thing to do. He drew his sword and attacked, hacking and slashing. Clancy carved a path through the cake, trying to reach the galley. It was a hard-fought battle. Every time he thought he was close to the verge of victory, the growing cake would close in around him again. At one point, he thought maybe he could eat his way through it, but he had been right the first time. There was way too much chicken. No baked good is going to stop me! Clancy yelled, charging forward. Behind him, the cake was now starting to climb the stairs to the main deck. Unfortunately... It hadn't turned out to be very light and fluffy, so the weight was starting to drag Misfortunes keep down. At last, Clancy spotted the bubbling pot. He pushed his way through the sweet treat and yanked the pot off the cooking fire. Now, he just had to find a way to explain all this to the others. "'What in the Silver Sea is going on here?' bellowed Flintlock. He was standing in the door of the galley, covered in cake crumbs and goo. Clancy thought fast. Um, a a new ninja, he stuttered. The ninja cake, very dangerous, but no worries, I defeated him. Excellent lock hauled poor Clancy out in front of Natakan. As it turned out, the Ninja of Cake story did not go over well with the evil Jin. There'd better not be any more problems, Narakan demanded, his eyes pinning Clancy to the wall, or it's going to be your head. Clancy kept that in mind later when he began to conduct the ceremony. It wasn't exactly a dream wedding. The bride kept looking over her shoulder, hoping for rescue, and the groom was growing more and more enraged. But the music was nice, and the pieces of cake that Clancy managed to save weren't too awful. Overall, As he reached the end of the service, Clancy was feeling pretty good about the job he had done. And under the watchful eye of this seventh son, may this crown codify this renewal today and for years to come, he said quickly, trying to make the marriage official before the djinn lost patience. Suddenly, the sound of cannon fire came from outside the main doors. A minute later, the doors burst open to reveal the ninja team, reunited and ready for battle. And by the power invested in me, Clarence said even faster. I now pronounce you all-powerful. Clancy dove under the nearest piece of furniture as the ninja confronted Nodakon. The heroes were already realizing they were too late. Natakon and Nia were married. Yuck! Natakan quickly used his terrible magic to put his new bride to sleep as he turned to face the ninja. Oh boy, thought Clancy. Those ninja don't stand a chance, but if Natakon wins... What's going to happen to me? As Natakon created duplicates of himself to battle the heroes, Clancy went over in his mind all the little problems that there had been at the wedding. And just the fact that the entire lower deck smelled of barbecue chicken and cake would probably be enough to get him banished forever. He had never seen the all-powerful Jen so angry, and it was a pretty scary sight. He had to do something, but what? Get out of the temple and try to hide? Do something really heroic so Nodakon wouldn't destroy him for at least another day or so? Or could he, would he, did he dare help the ninja? Oh, no, I couldn't do that, Clancy said to himself. I'm a pirate. I plunder and loot and I could never, um, leather. A couple dozen duplicates of Natakon were now battling ninja all over the room. Holes were being blown in the walls. Pirates were being tossed through the air and the Jin's dreadful laughter was ringing everywhere. Clancy had to decide but he couldn't. He sat down on the floor covered in wedding cake, looked around at the wreckage of the wedding and the crazed Jin on a rampage and wiped a tear from his eye. Now I get why people cry at weddings. Clancy sobbed. And that is the end. Oh, poor Clancy. I feel like he needs a hug. He worked so hard. (laughs) Oh, I I got a hug from Philip, so we'll pass it on to Clancy. What do you say? Yeah. And that's the end. Can you say the end? The end. The end. Well, Mommy, the only way to pass it to Clancy is turn on Nindrago and then touch the TV. I like that.